Baseball is like church. Many attend, few understand. Welcome back for episode six of the Inside the Park podcast. We are back. Took long enough, Jesus. <laughs> through uh, through snowstorms and uh, and major technical difficulties, we've finally regained some steam, and we're uh, we're ready to get back on it and get uh, start pumping them out two times a week. We'll be in your ear every oh, week. Yeah. You can count on it. How you feeling, Matt? I'm feeling really good. I'm really excited to be back. It's been too long. I absolutely couldn't agree more. The uh, the hot stove could uh, is probably how would you describe it? Like a just a smooth ember. Just there's yeah, yeah. hardly anything. barely barely yeah. staying alive yeah. at this point. Things just start kicking up a little bit. There's a lot of Harper and Philly action going on. Just enough dots are connecting that people are starting to jump to conclusions. Nothing's been solidified as of yet. Um, and if something comes out tonight, we'll be we'll drop we'll be dropping another one. So, you know, get we'll, we'll there will definitely be like an emergency pod when one of the two big guns sign. So, we'll uh, we'll be here for it, and we'll be uh, relaying to you guys what we think about it. But for now, all we can do is cover what has occurred. Right. We'll do. We'll still a little little recap. Yeah, a little a little news and notes, and f- for the most part, it's just been a lot of um, a lot of low wage fill the gap kind of just you know what secure just kind of like depth pieces for the most part yeah nothing nothing crazy yeah. like like an example is nick Markakis signing back with yeah. the braves i like the move i like the move it's a move i think eight what was it six mil i don't we'd have to confirm the money but it was under market and i mean it was it was a type of deal on a one year for him for that kind of veteran presence that any team would have signed him for that amount of money. Absolutely. He took a huge pay cut just to come back yeah. and play with the Braves. Was, yeah, exactly. He was only going to play for that much money for the Braves. And that's I think that says a lot about the organization. And um, who? Uh, Shruba Cabrera to the Rangers. Yep. That's another depth piece. We're seeing a lot of... Uh, a lot of action around these kind of second base plus guys. These guys who had at one point, you know, these shortstops that become a utility sort of player. Him... Nick Ahmed, uh, Freddie Galvis just signed with the Blue Jays. Nick Ahmed was already established, but I'm just talking about that kind of player. Um, I always like Freddie Galvis. Freddie Galvis has got a slick glove. Yeah. He just signed with the Blue Jays one year for five. I think it's a really smart pickup. You know who's still unsigned? Like This is just coming to me. Um, Jose Iglesias. What a glove. Yeah. All, <laughs> that guy still doesn't have a team. That's crazy. Him, Dallas Keuchel, and two of the top eight baseball players in the country or in, in the world right now are unsigned. Grind your gears just a little bit. Bothers me quite a bit. <laughs> Not to mention Marwin Gonzalez, another like perfect playoff piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the fourth best guy in your lineup. He'll play legitimately seven different positions. Six of them, I think, all but shortstop at an above average defensive rate. Shortstop a little below just due to like lateral movement stuff. But yeah, left, center, right, aces you know third second first kills it and a switch hitter that'll you know give you a high 260s 270 decent obp and 20 dingers and also utility which is it's so curious why he doesn't have a job right now because we see the league turning more towards that type of player yeah depth more than anything seems to matter and controllable depth Mm -hmm. at that so you know what it all comes down to is money like all things, but these baseball teams are worth more than they ever ever have been and are making more than they ever have. But they're just, you know, there's a certain refusal to, I don't know. It's, things are different. Well, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're kind of, kind of like the gold standard. We're, we're rapidly approaching something a little frightening, and that's the two years we have until the CBA gets restructured. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, it's a good opportunity uh, for yeah. for some teams to make uh, big moves like on Harper and Machado um, before that agreement. But uh, before we get into that, because I know you got a bit on that, and you're yeah, you got, got, got some thoughts you want to share. Um, AJ Pollock to the Dodgers. AJ Pollock to the Dodgers. So that's I feel like it. that's a good move for them. You know, they they move Puig to Cincinnati. They fill up another outfield spot. Oh, they yeah. needed to because you know the yeah. When considering the player, I think the Dodgers may actually be the best possible team he could have gone to because they can provide the most opportunities for him to actually rest. A guy coming off two or three freak but very real injuries right. and that's kind of been marked with the little black mark of, like, you know, an injury-prone player. Um, 
AJ Pollock is a guy that should be playing 120 games a year, not 150. So this is a really good spot for him because the Dodgers live and breathe depth and rotations and giving guys days off. So, yeah, yeah, I think this is a good spot for him. I think the money's fair. Mm -hmm. Not maybe what he expected, but fair. With the injuries to be expected. You know, when he's healthy... Uh, 2015, he was a gold glove. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a 20 home run guy, 100 RBI yeah. stakes, valuable bat, great player. Yeah. You know, it's just that, yeah. that health is an issue. And, yeah. you know, you can see, you, that makes sense why he was a little bit underpaid. Yeah. On a 162 game average, he's a top five center fielder. Absolutely. In yeah. It's just about the health. So, right. yeah, the Dodgers hopefully can keep him on the field and he'll be an all star. Um, yeah, the two teams, I know the Braves and the Mets, both in on him. But more into a pillow contract, a one-year 18-20 and get back out on the market kind of deal. But obviously, you know, I think it was smart of him, too. I agree with it. He went with a safer, longer, and uh, not as high average annual value. But, you know, $55 million, no one turns their nose up to, except for Yasmani Grandal. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I like the deal for uh, the Dodgers. I like the deal for Pollock. Mm. What else you got? Fun little tidbit on probably... Oh, I'd say a top three. If we took a look at history, if we look at baseball history, and we talk about back control, yeah. this guy's probably top three all time. And I'm talking about Ichiro. Oh, um, yeah. He, is, uh, he signed... Back um, with the Mariners. Yeah, he signed a two-game contract with the Mariners because they're going to start their season in Japan this year. So he's going to throw back on the uni... Two more games, yeah, finish up home. in Japan, where he started, full circle. First bout, slam dunk, Hall Absolutely. of Absolutely. It's going to be a great send-off for a great player, you know, well-respected. And uh, Do you have a favorite Ichiro moment, or at least play, maybe? <sighs> Nothing comes to mind specifically. Yeah. Like, I just look at the body as a work, yeah. as a whole. Yeah, this is, um, this is a relight. I'll give credit to, I believe, Buster Olney's, who I heard this from originally. But I heard... Um, it was Ichiro playing against the Yankees. Alfonso Soriano still at second base, mm-hmm. if that gives you a frame of reference for the years. So yeah. it's like mid-late thousands, right? Yeah, I was going to say 04 in there. Oh, yeah, a little earlier then. Um, so, yeah, so- Soriano's still at second. And uh, Ichiro gets to second base. I can't recall how for, you know, three times in a row, though. First time he gets to second base, he uh, Soriano's on second, you know, and taps him on the butt, all that. And uh, Ichiro says... Uh, Hello. How's it going? Yeah. In English. Comes around the second time, and he says hello in Japanese. Because Soriano can speak Japanese, actually. He played, uh, he's, I, I can't recall how, but he's, that's just something he knew how to say. Yeah. And uh, he, he smiled, and he like, he's like, oh. and then he came around again, and he said hola in Spanish. <laughs> and Ichiro said hola. And, uh, and Soriano was just like, all right, man, you're, you're wearing me down, bro. This is great. Yeah, so... That was something I loved. I loved, he always seemed to have a real sense of humor behind kind of like a stoic, you know, and he was clearly a hitting machine. Uh, yeah, and like you said, one of the probably easily a, a top five, six bat control all time, and I think you could narrow it down to three. Him, Tony Gwynn, what? Uh, Willie Wh- Mays? Willie Mays. Willie Mays would be on the list for me, but I th- I'm thinking more like Wade Boggs. Yeah, yeah, Wade Boggs. Hell of a drinker, by yeah, the way. Yeah, good. Man can put it down. <laughs> we've, all, we've all heard the rumors. So, yeah. Did you know Tony Gwynn hit a 32-inch bat? Uh, no, I didn't, but I love it. That's crazy to me. I, I swing 32 and a half. Yeah. But that's just because I'm little. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with Same. my my genius <laughs> it wasn't a decision it was more like it's heavy otherwise so but yeah uh clearly Ichiro is one of the greatest and we're uh we're real excited to see him play even just a couple more games and if he the chances are he won't you know be signed through he won't make it you know through into the actual regular season or at least into the games in you know the u.s but uh if that's how he ends it, he calls it after those two, then it was a hell of a ride. Seems fitting just to bring it all the way Absolutely, back around. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. He still holds a record for the most hits in the season, I believe. Is it really? I think so. I'd have to confirm it. 262. 263. Something like that. Just a ludicrous amount of hits. Yeah. Like, Freddie Freeman gets, like, 190 hits. And he's a clearly an elite hitter. But, like, each year I was like, that's adorable. I'm going <laughs> to hit 75 more hits yeah, in a season. 200. Yeah, um, so. Ooh, did you happen Moving to on. see the uh, new RBI cover? Oh, apologies. That's on me. My phone went off, guys. What, do you have friends? 
No, I don't have friends. That's, that's my grandmother. She's making fun of me again. So uh, RBI, <laughs> RBI came out the other day, and uh, Bregman was gracing the cover. Love it. Love it. Alex Bregman, big fan. I know that's your guy, right? He, oh, watching him at LSU play shortstop up the middle. Oh, All-American kid. There's something special to me about those L, like those shortstops turn third baseman. The transition to a different position, you know? Yeah. Like uh, Bregman, Machado, uh, Pedroia. Those are some boys. I re- Those are players that you just see that kind of that, that middle infield, that shortstop, that most athletic player on the field kind of thing. And they, they, they run the field like a general, and it seems to enhance their skills at other positions. Any player moving off of short seems to become like – a decent shortstop becomes like a gold glove second baseman, like you saw with Pedroia. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, Machado yeah. at third. But Machado, obviously we're dealing with elite players at that point, but yeah. So where would you rank the third baseman? Where would you rank Bregman in third baseman? Um, probably probably third, honestly. I think I put Arenalo one, Chapman two, Bregman three, Bryant four, Machado five. Oh no! Uh, yeah, okay. I go Arenado. Yeah, give me Arenado. Um, Nationals. Who am I thinking of? Anthony Rendon. Yeah, give me. Dang, I always forget about. Yeah, him. give me Arenado, Rendon. Yep. Chapman, Bryant, Bregman. Yeah. So I'll put Bregman at five. Yeah. But I mean, that's uh, we're in a rare we're in a rare kind of influx of third and shortstop. A golden the era left, of third base. The left side of the infield is ridiculous. Like, look, think of the shortstops with Correa, Corey Seager coming back. Yeah. Hopefully, he'll stay healthy. Lindor. Lindor. Yeah. Uh, Xander is even. He's had an up and down. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had he's kind of a good year, bad year guy. Mm-hmm. But when he's on, Xander's got he's got one of the cleanest swings mm-hmm. and like. That singles doubles hitter. He just is always a spot for him two yeah. or five or six. You know, I mean, and on a championship team, he's a big piece. And yeah, if he's, oh, plays if good he, defense. If he's hitting right, it just makes the whole the lineup so much longer for the the current world champs. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we're at a the, when we uh, when we finally get to our uh, we start breaking down top infields, top outfields, yeah. and those pods are gonna come up. It's going to be a lot of fun to actually look into the numbers and dig into, like, you know, what are you considering defensive value and base running and all that. So, I mean, even Javi. Where do you even put Javi? Is he a shortstop? Yeah, I think he I should would. be. Yeah, I, I think you I think you got to put him I a think, shortstop, especially I, with Russell leaving. I think has to, Addison Russell has to take shortstop from him right now because, yeah, they, he resigned for one year, but he's on super thin ice with his domestic issues. And, yeah. You know. Let's see what Theo does. We're we're excited. I I got a gut feeling Theo's about a year away from leaving the Cubs. I just think he's like, all right, I won. I'm out. <laughs> Scrap it. Try something new. Yeah. Like, so. oh, man, that's such a level of yeah. knowing what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a certain amount of uh, genius that I think it, it turns into boredom. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, the next thing on the docket... Uh, Keith Law released his uh, bottom 50, so 50 through 100, and MLB America dropped, I think, all 100. The top prospects are out, at least in portions here and there and in incompletion in other areas. So me and Matt have picked three of our favorites to break down, and uh, I'm going to lead it off with uh, with one of my favorites, which is uh, Eloy Jimenez, of the, the number one for the Chicago White Sox, I think number three overall? Big bat. Yeah, three. Yeah, big bat is right. This guy's comps are Giancarlo Stanton, which is <laughs> enough enough said, maybe you know. Big pop, and you see it too, because I mean, it's not just that he's six four. Maybe that might be short. He's six four plus with a big frame, weighing weighing out at two o five. But you kind of look at him and you go, eh, I don't know about all that. He feels like a two twenty easy, and I think. You know, when you consider the fact that he's 22 years old, he's rapidly approaching, you know, a 230 corner outfielder. And uh, the glove, eh. But that's not why he gets paid. The man can run a little bit. See, he's a 40 grade, so it's a little below average. But the, the hit is a legit 60, so a plus tool. The man can put the wood to the ball, and the power is unreal. With a big leg kick and an open stance, you got kind of understand why... He was compared to rookie Mike Stanton, now Giancarlo Stanton, and this guy's just trying to crush the ball. So, uh, 
this I mean let's just take a look at some of these AAA numbers 355 average this is in, this is in 55 games you guys a 355 average 14 walks to 30 Ks actually the strikeouts are pretty low considering that he's a big swing guy long swing finishing with one hand up over the shoulder 12 dingers a total of 22 dingers in 108 games so two-thirds of a season so that's a 33 homer pace which is pretty ludicrous when you consider he was also on pace for about 42 doubles so this the slugging percentage is going to be well over the 580 mark at least you know when it comes to how we project this guy so this is a legit four hitter a legit three even if the bat stays a 60 you know a plus tool and uh you know he's not going to hurt you in the field but he's on an AL team, which helps, and the you know he's not a, like a Wilson Ramos or an Adrian Gonzalez on the bases. He can move a little bit. The guy can stretch a triple if, if someone, you know, stumbles. So, Eloy Jimenez is who I kick it off with, and this is guy I'm, a guy I'm really excited to see. Ever since he got traded in that Chicago Chicago, you know, White Sox Cubs trade for Quintana, um, maybe another trade the Cubs secretly regret. Right. I mean, you can't regret, I suppose, the Glaber trade. Because it equaled the World Series. They got exactly what they needed out yeah. of it, you know. But uh, that's two possible superstars now in yeah. uh, trades in just a few years now. Which really points to their scouting. I mean, Jesus, how many of those stars do they have down yeah. there just waiting? Yeah, I, I couldn't tell. I mean, Jimenez, or, uh, Jimenez and uh, Glaber, I couldn't tell you if those were acquisitions by Theo. I can't recall. Uh, his tenure with the Cubs started in, what, 15? Yeah, 14, something like that. So um, I know he picked up Addison Russell from Oakland, and that was the Jeff Samarja trade, but I couldn't tell you if Glaber and Jimenez are his guys or not, but they're doing something right. And, uh, yeah, this is a big bat that's going to do a lot of damage for the White Sox for a long time. Mm. Just watching him hit, Brennan and I were watching his uh, minor league liftoff party, basically, and just watching him take hold of some balls in games it was uh it was impressive to watch real clean one-handed big swing tall dude um the white toss got some there um i think i will counter with your outfielder oh, i don't have an outfielder i'm sorry i have a catcher um san francisco uh san francisco giants 21 year old six foot three 220 tank joe bart out of Georgia oh, Tech. Yeah. Joey. Yeah. Big fella. Third overall in the draft? Number two. Number two. Behind Casey Mize, yeah. Yeah. He could have gone number one, which is unreal for a catcher. Ridiculous. Guy hit two ninety four with 14 home runs in his first season. Um, he hit that in both. He's up to double A now. He hit that in single A. Then he went to double A. Hit the just about the exact same numbers. Just the fact that he's in double A. The the first his first professional season oh, says yeah. pretty much everything you need. He to moved hear. all the way up. It's crazy. This isn't the show. This People guy don't start in Double A. This like. guy's on track to like debut at the end of next season. Yeah, he's invited which to spring is camp. Wild, yeah, wild after just one professional season. Got the invite to spring camp. He played in the uh, Arizona Fall League, where uh, he hit uh, just under three hundred, um, another ten home runs. Crazy power, great fame. Um, Good defense, strong arm. A big body guy. Big body big guy. Big body guy, but an athlete. You know, it makes you think. I, he's got a quick release, a good arm. I mean, he can do everything behind the plate. Mm -hmm. And then the offense takes him to that elite level where you're like, he's such a good hitter that when he gets called up, he'll already be a top three, four offensive catcher in baseball. And that, just, that says as much about his skill as it does about kind of the drought we're in for catchers, where as teams shift – to a, like a more of an analytical defensive based player, you know, because they've proven that not only does he provide value, you know, on his own as a defensive specialist, what you know, the year examples are Jeff Mathis and players like that, even Russell Martin in old age, right? And but uh, it does so much for the rotation that they've just decided, fuck it, like catchers don't need to hit anymore. So right. this guy is like. I don't want to say beautiful, but like it's it's really nice to see. He's a unicorn a right unit. now, you know. Yeah, like a legitimate cat. There's something intimidating about a catcher that's like, I'm batting third. You know, like you're like, oh shit, like this is a legit alpha male. Yeah. And yeah, he's behind the plate with the gear. You feel, you know, as a pitcher when you got that catcher 
You feel yeah. strapped in. You feel comfortable. Yeah. Like and this guy's going to take care of things. It's not the same thing because it's a totally different sport. And the quarterback's the most important position in football. But Favre to Rodgers... Is it, this is my Buster? This is Posey to Buster Posey to Joey Bart. Yeah, I and think similar that's names in the kind of like almost childish, like you know, like a, it's an innocent like Buster and Joey, mm-hmm. but they're just fucking animals, you oh, know. Yeah, both I'm, monsters. It's the perfect progression for them. I'm re. Yeah, I'm really excited. I like. I, I think baseball's better when the West Coast is good, and I like specifically. I like the Giants, San Francisco Giants, when they're. When they're killing it, yeah, it means it a lot. Good. They have an incredible setup when it talks about to international players. Yeah, they've got crazy facilities. They've turned so much money towards it, and um, it's paying it, off in their minors. Well, I've got the new GM, and I think he's excited to do some things. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I will tennis ball hit it back to you for your prospects. Yeah, my second guy on uh, on the list is actually uh, another White Sox player and uh, an Oregon State guy. Uh, shout out to Michael Conforto, the Beavers. But uh, this guy actually went even higher than Michael. Michael going tenth. This guy, Nick Madrigal, is. Um, Ooh, this boy can hit. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> like the polar opposite of uh, of Eloy Jimenez, which is great because you want a little balance and it's more fun when you're not just watching the same, just slug, slug, slug. This guy is a uh, got a 65 grade hit tool coming out of college so that's plus not quite plus plus but i mean it's it's a legit you know we're talking a 310 kind of guy with real real supreme contact skills uh 40 grade power which is uh just below which is a one grade below average so we're talking like a six to nine homer guy but we've watched this guy he's got a lot of energy in his swing quick hands and he's the kind of player that, you know, that get me over first pitch fastball is not going to work. He's going to barrel it up, and it's, he's got quick wrists that are going to put the ball. As long as he pulls it, he can get the ball out to left field. But he's at his best looking left center to right center and just spraying. And he uh, he proved that in, uh, let's see, hitting, uh, struggled a little out of the gate in rookie ball. But just in five games, yeah, he was kind of eating dirt. <laughs> 12 games in regular season A ball 341 though he started getting after it and then in advanced A full season A ball 306 and this is again his first season after just being the fourth overall pick by the White Sox the White Sox are fairly stacked with players like Eloy Jimenez and Luis Robert or these just hyper talented athletes with the supreme strength supreme speed Nick Madrigal is a ball player. This guy can put the wood to the bat, or wood the well, excuse me, can put the wood to the ball. He's got a slit glove that he was a former shortstop, slid over to second for a uh, defensive-minded uh, shortstop named Caden Griner at same Oregon State, pick 37 actually by the Orioles. So he Griner. Uh, quick side note to me. Looks like a real solid depth piece, more of a Nick Ahmed defensive first player that'll always find a place. But uh, Madrigal it could be an all-star. This guy could be an elite 310, 320 guy with a gold glove at second base. So, and at the uh, at the quaint stature of five seven one sixty five, he is uh, supremely talented, and that's that's my number two. Hmm. With the height and the hits. Do you think he draws comps to Dustin Pedroia almost a little bit? Um, yeah, I think w- with the height and the uh, the quick bat, he doesn't have Pedroia's power. Pedroia was such an angry tomahawk swing. He'd take that. You'd see that chin pitch that Pedroia would just just hammer over the or well all over or off the uh, off the monster. This kid to me is more of a uh, more of kind of what we saw. Altuve as three years ago mm. when you were like, oh wow, he hits everything. Everything, yeah. But then obviously Altuve continued to develop. He's got that that big leg kick, a lot of movement in the hands and the wrists, and just just lightning quick hands that he can. You know, Altuve is a Hall of Fame talented player. He's a rare breed. This guy's not in that class, but you know, neither was Altuve at his age. So 
I expect really great things from him, but uh, I wouldn't put a Pedroia comp on him. I, I would put it on him in the field. Okay, yeah. Um, I'd say he's got Pedroia's movements left to right. He might even be a little better to his right than Pedroia was, which is almost impossible to say because obviously Dustin's one of the best. Right. But um, he doesn't have Dustin's arm. The, he's got. He needs to put a little more air under it to get it over to first, but, he, I mean, he still gets to everything and... Yeah, the White Sox got a good one. Mm. Watching him and Greer turn double plays at Oregon State was a treat last year. I mean, that team was just stacked. Oregon mm. State known for their arms, but also just producing stud guys on the infield. Yeah. All right, so who's your number two? Bro? Um, I'm going to head to the mound, and I'm actually going to stay there for my next two picks just because I'm biased, and I live with it. So we're going to head over to Oakland's young, bright star, and we're talk about Jesus Lazardo. Um, currently moved all the way up to AAA. Um, he's got a 97-mile-per-hour fastball, big lefty, you know, repeatable delivery. He's got a cinder guard-like slider. Mm. Um, filthy stuff. Uh, yeah. I think he it is... Kind of, it's not just a wipeout. It's like a get-me-over. You can get a strike with it, too. Absolutely, yeah. Whether Where he wants to put it could be a get-me-over. It can get me um, a put-away. It can get me... Yeah. So... Um, Really excited for him. He got the call up for spring training this year. He got the invite. Um, he pitched. He was seven and three with a two point two nine ERA last year in Double A. He was moved up to Triple A at the end. Um, we I think he was like one and one. You know he didn't really have much time up there, but um, really big upside. I think. He could not only make the rotation yeah. going into the season, I think he could move into that three spot. I think he could be one of the best bright young arms in the game yeah. today, which would feel so good for Oakland to finally have a guy, yeah. you know, a leader. They could use like a, a man, like a guy they point to. Absolutely. You want you, you, know, you want to take the ball on the playoff baseball, and Billy knows how to get him to the playoffs. Exactly. 90, 90 wins over so and such season, yeah. you know. I mean, if they had this guy. Up there last year, you know, they weren't starting bullpens against bullpen pitchers against the Yankees. You, you feel like they'd have a better shot. Yeah. And um, yeah, you just you just need a guy like that. So, um, six two, good height, good frame. Absolutely. I think uh, I think big things of him. Yeah. Plus, everyone loves a lefty. Oh yeah, a, a hard throwing lefty. How can you not? So, <laughs> my number three, uh, this pains me, but also you know I have to. Have to you know have to do the have to do the job, so Jared Kalenic, um, I'm a little biased because he's a Mets pick, but this kid, uh, he's he's got a 60 grade, he's got a plus uh, bat, and he's got a 50 grade right now, which is just right on average power, which doesn't sound as impressive as it is because he's eight or he's just turned 19, so this guy's uh, got a lot of growing to do. He's just drafted out of high school this last year. And every one of his tools is average or plus. So we're talking about a five-tool player that could probably stick in center. And if he was moved to the corner, he's got the arm to be a right fielder, too. He's got a plus arm that will only develop as he puts on weight. 6'1", 196, a physically developed frame with the room to add long muscle and that kind of Christian Yellick mold. He's got. He's the best pure hitter, and he's got... Um, coming out of the draft out of high school you know and probably the best lefty and I would say Madrigal was the best righty so uh, yeah Kalenic is for real a Team USA guy for multiple years he, he's uh, young but he's got the, uh, the the makeup to make a quick jump a quick jump from high school being like four years maybe three plus and uh, let's take a look quick yeah he uh, got off to a he was raking in the rookie ball, 413. Moved up to Kingsport. Uh, struggled right off the bat. I remember he, he he was really eating it for about five, six games. And then he started to pick it back up, finished 253. Real good eye, though, a 370-plus OBP between the two uh, the two leagues, playing with guys two years older than him. So I uh, this guy could easily develop into a 290-18 uh, homer, you know, plus defensive outfielder and he could you know he could be an all-star so i like a lot of what uh Kalenic brings to the table and i think the mariners got a really really nice pickup 
in that uh, Mets Mariners deal. I actually pulled a fourth guy that I'm a fan of, Miles Straw. Not a more of a deep sleeper for a lot of people. I, they're probably not going to know who this is. He's the 15th overall prospect for the Astros, which would make him about the eighth overall prospect for most teams because the Astros are so good at their scouting. Stacked. Yeah, this is a kid that uh, I believe 23 years old. Hold on, please. We're having just a touch of technical difficulties. Come on, do it. <laughs> do that thing. Load. It won't load his... It's not giving me his peripherals. Folks, we love you. Honestly, this is, a, this is a good time to mention we have tried to get this podcast up like twice now. Yeah, <laughs> we've actually run into quite a few walls. We actually had a few... We had one almost finished, and then it, uh, my computer crashed, so that was cool. There we go. Here's my guy, Miles Straw. So... It just reset. Okay. All right. Bear with me, people. There we go. Miles Straw. Drafted 2015 in the 12th round. He's 24 years old. 5'10", 180. So, smaller frame. My man has plus-plus speed. And between AA and AAA last year, had 70 steals. To go along with a 291 average between the two. And... Let me slide over just a touch. Let's see. 102 strikeouts in 516 at bats. So you're looking at about a 20% strikeout rate. Not impressive, I would say, as far as like swing and miss goes, but below average. I mean, it's it's he's putting the ball in play and 73 walks to go with 102 strikeouts is actually pretty solid for a guy. Usually you get your D Gordons who they don't strike out, but they definitely don't walk. This guy is in the mold of a 290 average, 380 uh, on base percentage between the two, between double A and triple A. Fresno, a notorious hitter friendly park, but trust me, this guy's not going yard. This guy's just hitting liners and swiping bags. 70 steals is for real. And I, this guy, I only bring him up because, like we talked about earlier, depth is everything. And this guy's a perfect 40 man call up in the playoffs, and he's going to be swiping bags. So. I uh, I mean, you know, even in just the David Roberts 04 Red Sox mold, he could just be stealing one bag a game, and it could be the whole game. So that's my fourth uh, bonus player, and I'll kick it back to you, Maddie. Very good, very good. So I will go as well to the Houston Astros um, minor league system. I want to talk about a pitcher, and it's not Forrest Whitley. There we go. <laughs> It's not going to be him today. No, today we're talking about J.B. Bukakis. Bukakis. Yeah, I always say his name wrong. That's okay. It's better that you that there's so many things that could go wrong saying that name. Yeah, it's we'll go uh, slow. Yeah, yeah. J.B. We'll just call him J.B. J.B. He's uh, <laughs> 22. He was drafted by the Astros. Six foot tall, 196 pounds. Really good frame. Pitched at UNC. Um, I'm by. I love any UNC guy. You know they're in the ACC. They're Matt gonna Harvey. Fa- Harvey, there you go. Um, they're gonna face the best. They're gonna face Vanderbilt. They're gonna face NC State. They're gonna face top of the line competition. And that's not to say any other um, division in college baseball isn't as great. But there's a definite difference when it comes to ACC. It's a different level. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, uh, fastball, big fastball. 97, yeah, wipeout slider. Um, guy's got a 70-grade fastball, a 65-grade slider, and a 50 changeup. So yeah. We're looking at MLB averages for, yeah. like, changeup and control, and the fastball and slider are plus to plus plus. Yeah, he absolutely elite. wasted away the ECC when it came to that fastball slider. You could just see him. He'd go one fastball, two fastball, three slider, and everybody looked crazy. Take a seat. Yeah, yeah. it was unstoppable. He uh, was called up to the Arizona Fall League guy last year. Um, he also moved up incredibly quick. He's already in double-A. Um, one of these guys that has just carved his way through. Um, it's impressive at 22 years old. Oh, yeah, young kid. Um, just drafted in 2017, so this is his second Second full season. season. Okay. It looks like it may have been inju- injury shortened. He only had 14 starts, but uh, yeah, a total of 59 innings, which is real low for uh, for a starter. It looks like there uh, there's been some debate in the Astros, and there I mean the Astros are all about maximizing talent, and there's been talks about can the six foot right hander maintain starter status 
you know, because of the effort required to throw that hard, can you go six, seven innings like that? Or has he become more of a, uh, who's their uh, go-to in the playoffs with the curveball? Charlie Morton? No, 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 no not McCullers? Charlie. Yeah, Lance yeah. McCullers. Yeah. Does, does McCaucus become the next McCullers as McCullers becomes expensive? You know, because team controls everything. The Dodgers and Astros and Yankees do it better than anyone. So it'd be interesting to see if they let McCullers walk and Bacaucus takes over as that, you know, extended fifth, sixth man in the rotation that's more ta- more than enough talented to be the two or three, but the playoff kind of ace that takes over in the playoffs out of the bullpen going four or five innings. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see. His, his delivery is super clean, repeatable, good mechanics, um, yeah. live arm, good stuff. Be excited to see. Um, yeah, I think with... I just wanted to take a moment, and I wanted to say thank you. I respect you for talking about your boy who got traded away. Oh, Kalenic. You know, and in the inspiration of the moment, yeah, I feel due diligence to do the same. Okay. You know, and same team too. We're gonna stay in the same team. We're gonna talk about the Mariners, who've been raking up prospects, and I'm gonna talk about a friend of mine who got lost in in the scuffle of things, and that's Justice Sheffield. Hey, man, anything for number 28. Oh, my gosh. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Justin Sheffield, big, big lefty. Reminded me of CC just a little bit, Justin Young. Real repeatable repeatable delivery, which I think is important. Big arm. 95, got that plus slider, good changeup. We watched him in the... uh, the what do you call it? The USA World Game. Yeah. Against uh, or in the mi- the minor league All Star game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he looked good. He, he looked, looked sharp, clean. Yeah, is what I would call the I, delivery. I was really excited. Very repeatable for him to come up. Yeah, he's just a big dude. He's, yeah, he actually, um, he's moved through the minors. He's big league ready. Yeah, he's got a good future. He's six foot two hundred. You know. Yeah, you I, me- you mentioned uh, his size, and I would say. Uh, uh, not in a correction, but I mean, he's standing at six foot, maybe six one. I think more than anything, you're referencing like his build is physically imposing. Like he's filled out. He's oh, a full yeah. grown man. He yeah. looks like he can handle the workload. Yeah, he can handle. He can go out and take the ball. You like, feel very you comfortable saying this dude yeah. could give you 200 innings a season. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of understand why Bacacus at six foot. And wet like a a, ch- a little bit under two hundred. Yeah. His frame is totally different from Sheffield. Sheffield clearly built to just go the distance. Sheffield's a small tank. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean you watched the watch the World Game, and yeah, his he only went an inning, I believe. I think he gave up a bomb, but I don't recall. But I mean, I just remember he there were a lot of bombs. I, that game. There were a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember uh, there's so many. I remember. Um, he had a real clean delivery, though. Yeah. Just the same slot over and over and over, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. I mean, and you know, not to get too weird, but filled out the pants. He was a lower body, middle midsection yeah. guy. It was no, not it, weird. It I want my pitchers to have yeah. a big butt. It wasn't. The, I want yeah. big thighs. Yeah. I want sizable calves. I want a strong lower half so they can rotate and Absolutely. throw hard. If anything, I mean, not. I mean, it's obviously <laughs> it's my boy. We've got jerseys for him, but like Thor is like upper and lower mm-hmm. but t- muscled to the point where it's become a bit of an issue and he's retracting and he's doing more yoga more pilates he's stretching it out yeah. and he, I mean, you know pray for health but absolutely sheffield's got the weight where you want it he carries his weight well for a guy that's just going to go out take the ball but you can't you pull muscle you can't pull fat so it's okay to keep that little extra layer yeah kinda. it seems like he's got you know he's not like a model, but he, I mean, I, I give him the ball every time. He's I, got a perfect baseball I, I would buy stock in him, absolutely. Syndergaard, <laughs> yeah. actually, speaking of, has moved over to uh, Cressy Performance this yeah. year, off-season-wise. Um, Eric Cressy, considered one of the best um, baseball trainers in the world. Love um, it. Love to hear it. And, uh, like, I, like you said, he's backing off the weight. You know, it's a lot of form, drives function. It's a lot of yoga. It's a lot of stretching. Yeah. It's a lot of back scapular work to help deaccelerate the arm. Yeah. Um, well, it's all, you know, the, the lat is your brakes. Yeah. So, and that's how he pulled the lat. That's how he tore his lat. Right. The season before. Right. So, it's all working about... Re, uh, prehab. Excuse yeah, me, absolutely. You know, to, to make sure no more healthy. bowls of death. Yeah, with the uh, avocado, eggs, and steak. Yeah. So yeah, stay healthy, Thor. Please. Please, it's fun to watch. Oh God, yeah, I'm so excited to see that rotation. 
him and DeGrom coming af- off that season. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now let's see if uh, Brody can talk him into Keigel. He should. Honestly, if you're I'm not gonna so do, surprised. If you're not no going to do has. Bryce or Manny, if you could get Keiko on like that Pollock deal, four years, fifty-five, sixty. Yeah. Turn him into the four guy. You go if you got Degrom, Syndergaard, Wheeler, Keiko, Mats. Yes, please. Ridiculous. Yeah, maybe maybe Keiko, Wheeler, Mats to go lefty right lefty instead of lefty lefty. Mm. But uh, you know. Tell you what, actually, I, we didn't talk about this before, and I. Yeah. Don't like putting you on the spot, but are you surprised that Bauer and or Kluber haven't been moved at all? I'm not surprised because I would be willing to bet they put a premium price tag on them. Yeah. It's a it's a we don't have to sell price tag. It's um I don't I've never owned a house and I don't recall the website, but there is there are multiple housing websites where you can list your you know what would it cost for you to move out? Yeah. You know, I, my house is not for sale. Yeah. But if you offered me this, which yeah. is, you know, 40% over market, mm-hmm. that's the price, I think. I don't think it was maybe not quite that, but, you know, if, if you're selling a house for a mill or you're selling Bauer for a mill and Kluber for 1.5, I think they were looking for two and 1.5 gotcha. for both of them. So, yeah. and I don't think anyone was looking for that price. Bauer even actually spoke about it because he's. A dick. And a Bauer talk, Big dick. Bauer talked about how he's like, it actually wouldn't make sense for them to trade me now. Uh, I would actually maximize value for them playing and in a trade by being traded next offseason. So, obviously, Bauer's got a front office role ahead of him. Yeah. If his own players don't beat him to death with oranges and socks. That dude's a fucking mess. Honestly. Like, he's been a science experiment since he was 14. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was one of Alan Jager's original, like, let's long toss for 400 feet, yeah. guys. That's know? how my grandfather did it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, I, Jager's making money. Huh? That's true. It wouldn't surprise <laughs> grandfather was just getting good. Just getting good at it, yeah. yeah. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see him. Um, maybe it's a, maybe it's a uh, July 31st trade deadline push, and yeah. maybe one of them gets moved. But, yeah, for now, they're settled in. And the market's so weird that... If you can if, happen. If you could, and again, I'm sorry to put you on the spot. It's all good. If you could move one of the two of them, well, yeah. which one would you rather keep? I'm keeping Kluber. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, but that was a really loud noise. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking out loud. Yeah, I'm keeping Kluber for sure. Hmm. Um, it depends. If you're paying me 1.5 times for Kluber, what I could get for Bauer, yeah. I'd probably move Kluber. Okay. Let, let, for the sake of your argument, let's just say you get the same. Same, same. Yeah. It's Kluber every day. Straight up Kluber, yeah. It's, if it's the same cost and I have Bauer for four and Kluber for two, I still keep Kluber. I gotcha. You know, that's just... I, but I'm a... I'm, I'm a clubhouse guy. Yeah. You know, I want like I want that David Ross. I, I th- and I think Kluber is that man. Mm-hmm. I, what a man. Mm. He's got that Jake Arrieta build where it's like, oh, you're like a mannequin. Yeah. Yeah, look at that. I feel like he had a beard at, like, 12. Yeah. Like, he was I, that one kid in Little League that just... It was just a thick neck game, you know? <laughs> like, he's just like, my traps support my neck, which is eight inches from, like, I don't even know what I was saying. But, like, he's so fucking large in the shoulder. Like, his... It's his, just a block. His neck must be 20 inches around easily. Yeah, he's such a big man. So, yeah, um... Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's, that got weird. That's all right. Let's quick wrap up with some Hall of Fame talk really quick. And quick then, Hall of Fame talk yeah, for me. Yeah, and then we'll get, a, we'll get out of here. All righty. Let's call it. Um, so who we got? Edgar Martinez got in. Yep. Deservedly. I'd say one of the 20 best right-handed hitters of all time. Very much so. Lots um, of fun to play with on the show. Okay. <laughs> the, the homers not The homers aren't close. But, I mean, maybe you need to pull up career numbers for you. Yeah. But for me, it's actually a real question. Edgar Martinez or Big Poppy? Big Poppy. See, that's what I feel. I thought you would say that. I think I actually go Edgar Martinez. I know he was only in the playoffs once. Mm-hmm. I blame the Mariners for that. <laughs> that's that's on them. Poppy is Poppy or Jeter with the game on the line. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> I want to know, Yankee <laughs> fan. <laughs> Why are you doing that? That's a really good question. It's a really good question. That's like Bird or Jordan. I mean, people probably go Jordan with less. Game on the line. But, I mean, people from Massachusetts take Bird. Bird's a fucking net. 
like an elite. elite like, I don't. We don't need to talk about how good. Oh, a trash is. talker. Okay, you know, on the line, you want to know what my first thought was? I would honestly. Taken, you would. My first thought was Ortiz. I would. I'd take Jeter, because I. I mean, I think Poppy's clearly good enough to do it, but I like. I think I want that. I'm gonna go the other way, yeah. out of the gate approach. Oh, yeah. You know, but that final Jeter, game, that Jeter might, game, the game went. Sorry, Jeter might keep the line moving <laughs> in certain situations, whereas Poppy can end it at any point. Okay, answer me this: Is anyone on? Yeah, no. If there's a man, if it's scoring position, base hit wins it. Jeter. It's Jeter, okay. obviously. But okay. if it's two outs, no one's on. You need one. That Is I've, there a man you can think of that you need a dinger? And I'm more going than to Poppy. Any, oh, oh, anyone? more. Um, you need it's tie game, two outs, bases empty. I gotta have it. Yeah. I, no, right now, live. Oh, forget Poppy and them. Okay. What yeah. about today? Today? Yeah. If I get one hitter, might be Aaron Judge, right? I was thinking JD. JD Martinez. Yeah. I love it. I love <laughs> that pick. Yeah. I think I think off the bat, my brain goes. JD. Yeah. Judge Aaron, came to mind. Aaron Judge. And, and Yankees fans are hating me right and, now. And Chris Davis. Oh, crush. Yeah. I mean, that guy, he's going to hit it a mile yeah. or not at all, so that's yeah. a pretty good answer if you're just yeah. looking for that raw. The long ball. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so sorry, we got distracted. Um, So let's just talk about what we're going to talk about, which is Mo. Yeah, Mariano Rivera, best closer ever. Yeah. You, uh... You understand that I have thoughts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are in understanding that you understand I'm understanding. That is what is the understanding between us. When uh, an Instagram post came up by MLB that oh, Mo yeah, got in unanimous or whatever. Anonymous, yeah. Brendan uh, immediately messaged me just thoughts. I have thoughts. Thoughts. Yeah. So okay. please do share. It's only going to take like 30 to thirty seconds to two minutes. Um, <laughs> maybe an hour. Uh, maybe an hour. Uh, 25 minutes max. So, okay, Manny, Ma- <laughs> I fucked up immediately. Okay, so Mariano Rivera. My mom called him Manny. One hundred percent. That makes me feel better. Mariano Rivera. One hundred percent of the votes that came in. So we'll call it one hundred percent. Mariano Rivera is not the best player in the Hall of Fame. Both these things are true. Both these things can be true. So my initial thoughts were, ah, fuck. <laughs> now, like, this is going to be talked about. And But then, uh, you know, because, I mean, my guy is Willie Mays. And then you've got Mickey. And then you've got Ken Griffey. And, yeah, those are all center fielders, but whatever. you got Ernest no Wagner, problem. Babe Ruth, Ted Williams. There's just so many players. Barry Bonds. There's so many players that are better in the hall? In the hall. Yeah, well, you know, they should be. So, yeah, he should be. <laughs> he should be. <laughs> we'll do that one a different time. Okay. He should I be. I thought you were going to say Mark McGuire next. No, 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 no. Okay. Not Mark. Marky Sorry. Mark was just a juiced up long ball nut. Yeah. Barry Bonds is one of the best hitters of all time. Okay, yeah. No. Also the best defensive left fielder ever, according to the defensive metrics. That's a, that's actually very surprising. That's is that amazing. not insane that's to you? That's pretty crazy. <laughs> because I mean, that's something that's never been talked about ever. Right. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. He also has 500 steals. Yeah, because he was like 150 pounds. And then <laughs> well, yeah, for a <laughs> little while. And his head grew four sizes. Po- okay, so Mo. okay, I'll just skip to the end. Right. After, you know, I chewed on it for 20 minutes, and I realized Mo is the perfect 100% vote getter. Because, you know, he came from a poor fishing community in Panama. He was not an uber prospect. A failed starter, as Matt's told me more than once. Uh, you know, developed his d- developed the most unhittable pitch in, in MLB, in the, the history of a game that is America's pastime. The most unhittable pitch. He developed it in a bullpen session by accident. This man is... America, basically. He's everything baseball supposed to be, which is it shouldn't have worked, it shouldn't have worked, it shouldn't have worked, and then the greatest ever. So, I mean, I have nothing to say except, you know... Except you just un- called him the greatest except ever. Unanimous. Except unanimous. <laughs> except for the greatest ever, you just called The greatest him. relief pitcher of all time. But not the best baseball player of all time. God, no. 
Not even close. Not even close? The point is... <laughs> not even close? We, we, we take every baseball player forever from all time. He's okay. not going in the first five you rounds. You just said he had an unhittable pitch. Yeah. An and absolute he can go one inning. <laughs> <laughs> he can go one inning. Who else can you guarantee? Who would you throw out there of all time and be like... Everyone's fresh. Me. Everyone, Anyone can go. Anyone can go. Nolan Ryan. Over Mo? Sandy Koufax. Stop it. I'm just saying. Stop. You take go, Ryan over anyone for nine. You can go or any eight. player at any point. You're starting a team. He doesn't go in the first five rounds. That's my point. Is that there's so many pitchers and five rounds is a lot. But you know what I mean. It's disrespectful. Two rounds, it's easy though. Disrespectful. <laughs> it's belligerent. Inconceivable. Um, Max Kellerman. <laughs> um, but you. I mean, as long as you can say he was, you know, the greatest ever. and He's uh, the greatest relief pitcher of all time. Yeah. and With the most unhittable pitch of all time. I feel yes, like you don't need anything else. Unbeatable. And the last player to wear 42. Yeah. Is he the best player to wear 42? Yeah. Because he's one yeah. of the best players of all time, arguably. So you don't like Jackie Robinson. <laughs> That's no. what I'm saying. <laughs> no. 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 Obviously, yeah, Hall of Famer for more. Uh, Jackie Robinson's. I'm getting Clearly that jersey important. for the man cave. Is a Jaguar. Really? So, yeah. Like the the Dodgers. Yeah. The cream or the gray? Cream. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Cool. The picture will be going up when we get it. So yeah. 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 Um. Oh, we, oh, I can make that should, part of the bed. We should do the pod. We should do a pod just on the best players on each number. Yeah, we should. Okay. All right. We're clearly we're losing yeah. it, guys. We're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Mo's the best player of all time. So. Best um, best relief pitcher of all time. Yeah. Best players. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. Until Edwin Diaz takes yeah. the throne. Cool. <laughs> 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 All right. Guys, right. it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. This one's been fun, actually, yeah. Because the others weren't. Right. No, no this is great. Um, thank you so much for sitting through it. If you made it to this part, it, the you know, the Easter egg is that we're fucking insane. Yeah. Um, Surprise. This will be dropping within the next 12 hours. I'm going to get to work on it immediately. Uh, we got another one coming out in a two three days if bryce or machado sign we will be jumping on immediately and we will have that one out within an hour yes so that one's coming hopefully soon uh we're two three weeks away from pitchers and catchers boys almost and, and gals so um, no gals listen to this no one. gals but Definitely boys not. and if any women want to listen please do we appreciate the shit out of you do. you're kind of our hero <laughs> um you know as always catch us on the socials itp pod yeah at Instagram and mm-hmm. Twitter. Twitter. Feel t- free to tweet at us or, you know, comment on shit, and we will talk back at you every time, honestly. Yep, send us there. Uh, we're on Patreon. You know, if you got a dollar that's just itching the inside of your pants every month, you know. A dollar a month makes this hour worth it, but we do it anyway for free, so fuck it. If, but if you feel like it, we appreciate it. If not, you know. Yeah. It's, it's we appreciate the listen and the subscription. Just please subscribe five stars if you got the time we would love it it means a lot to us and uh if you got any actual questions or you just want to call us idiots itppod at gmail you right. can email us too and we will respond to those as well we can talk about how mo's the greatest baseball player greatest ever. reliever of all time Alrighty, thanks guys we're out